This episode of Doing It For The Kids is supported by Nutmeg. Because finding your way in life isn't getting any easier or cheaper. To gift your children a financial head start, why not consider a junior ISA? And with a Nutmeg Stocks and Shares Junior ISA, you can follow your investments via their easy-to-use mobile app. And there's no hidden fees or charges to catch you out. Take your children on the investment journey with you, and there's a good chance they'll make wiser decisions later. What's more, you can choose one of Nutmeg's socially responsible portfolios for an investment pot you'll be proud to hand over to the next generation. That's going to make everyone feel good. Open a junior ISA today at nutmeg.com. Capital at risk, Joyce of all supply. Here we go then, another week. Feels like it's been a month though, doesn't it? Basically, when we recorded this time last week, like off camera as it were you know we're having a bit of chat about current current situations but a week later it feels like boom <laughs> it's a bit like when you were at school and you go off on the summer holidays and you come back and everybody would have shot up about six feet and like <laughs> you like your mate jeremy would have grown a beard his voice has dropped even though he's only eight <laughs> It's a bit like that, but it, it's happened in less than a week. Yeah. And probably by the time this goes out, it will have changed once more. Very true. Hello. You're listening to the Doing It For The Kids podcast, where we swear a bit too much and talk a bit too fast about freelance life with kids in the mix. I'm Frankie and this is Steve. Hello. Yes, each week we take a question from the Doing It For The Kids community, do our best to answer it. But also we ask for your comments because they're awesome. And at the start of each episode, we go back to last week's episode and read out your thoughts. Last week's episode was... It was about us co-mentoring each other. Oh, yeah. Well, Ross Wintel got in touch. He said, I'm in a co-mentoring slash mastermind type group. I found the people organically through other networks. They were folk that I already know. I took the initiative and invited them to gather with me and each other on video calls every few weeks. I felt kind of selfish assembling this team of awesome people to be accountable to, learn from and bounce ideas off. But we're all helping each other and I'm so glad I got the courage up to start it. And it's brilliant. I'd echo most of what you've said. Only most. Did you notice that? You only <laughs> most of it. Regular meetings are good, but there's also banter between meetings that is incredibly valuable and we do a ton of cheerleading each other on both in private and in public i thought it would be mostly goal setting and accountability but it's so much more than that most of the other comments were like from people saying that they were doing it or just starting it which is really nice or were like there were a couple of people who went uh, who were like tagging other people going oh yeah we were gonna do that and never did and then starting that conversation again so that's cool yes yeah let us let us know how you get on we are recording this on monday of the week but it goes out you've got a house full yeah i'm living i'm living it my daughter got a cough and a fever on well the tail end of last week so we've been self-isolating. I hate that phrase. We've been staying at home and not seeing other people. Um, <laughs> That's right. That sounds so much better, doesn't right? it? Because to be fair, we've had, me and my family over Christmas, we had quite a lot of self-isolation right, exactly. now I think about it. We just chose to sit in on our exactly. asses on the sofa. Exactly. My life actually hasn't changed all that much. It's obviously trying and it's difficult for us because... We don't live in a house with multiple rooms. You can't really like hide from each other. We're in mm. 700 square feet of flat and we don't have any direct outside space. We can't just like send the kids out into the garden for some three hours worth of play and have a cup of tea in the kitchen. It doesn't work like that for me. It's a bit intense, but it's only going to get more intense. So 
just got to roll the punches, basically. Yeah. I had started stockpiling ideas mm. of what to do with the kids and then made the mistake of telling them. <laughs> and then you just done them all already. <laughs> Thankfully, most of us doing it for the kids people are full of creativity. So, like, we'll come up with some good shit. I've got faith. And we've got each other. In fact, there's already been like three or four threads in the group full of like really cool ideas for things to do. But anyway, that's what we're going to sort of talk I was going to say, maybe we should read the question. <laughs> this week's question is anonymous. Do we need a fantasy name generator, do we? Detective names. Rick Fox. Ooh. Dwayne Carver. Dwayne Carver? Like yeah. the sparkling wine? <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most middle class thing. I I've thought you were going to say what Dwayne Carver, as in the porn star. Uh, he <laughs> is he now a detective? <laughs> I thought you'd already heard of him. Uh, Carver is spelled differently, uh, okay. as in carving up meat, which again could be the porn star. I don't know. Um, do you want to go with Dwayne? You seem yeah. to have an affinity. Yeah, to I like him. Dwayne. Okay, Detective Dwayne Carver. This week's question is anonymous. Detective Dwayne Carver. Dear Stephen Frankie, yes, I know that's the wrong way round, but everything seems weird and topsy-turvy at the moment. Here's a long version of my question. How can we best brace ourselves and our businesses for potentially having our kids off school for weeks on end? Not in a summer holidays kind of way, where we've maybe wound down our work and booked in a few summer camps or stays with family, but in a snow day kind of way. Abrupt. Sudden, but without the fun of being able to go outside and build a snowman and knowing both the kids and our other half will be returned back to normal tomorrow when it's all gone to slush. This time, I don't know when normal is coming back. Or, of course, you can read the short version of my question, which is simply, What the fuck? (laughs) Thanks so much. You can say my real name, but to be honest, I've always wanted to sound mysterious, so please give me a detective name. Being a detective would also make my mum proud of me. Thanks, Detective Dwayne Carver. Oof. Well, you're right. It feels like the summer holidays, but the summer holidays that we can't quite plan for, yet we can plan for because it kind of feels... We know it's coming, right? So that's the first thing I was going to say, is we know it's coming. As with the summer holidays. Or Dwayne Carver himself. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, we know this is occurring, so there are things we can do now to prepare. So, like, you've already jumped the gun. Um, you've bought <laughs> loads of supplies and already used up all your ideas. But for us... Shush. Go home and isolate. (laughs) But for most of us, we've still got a bit of time to, like, prep. So at some point today, if my children would allow me to do that, um, one of them's napping, the other one's on the iPad, by the way, for the record, I'm going to, like, order loads of stuff. I don't know what it is yet. Stickers, paper, card. Hit up Amazon. Or, of course, from our friendly DIFTK suppliers of similar things. Yeah, it's a really good point. There's loads of people in the group that have resources for exactly this, either paid for or for free. Yeah, in fact, I have been looking, I think they're called KiwiCo. Do you oh, yeah. see them on Instagram? I know they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're like STEM projects, science projects, but I got an email from them yesterday saying we've also created a load of free resources, mm. like ideas of stuff you could do without needing their kits. And then their website crashed as everybody went, <laughs> give me the stuff! Give it to me! Go in the Doing It For The Kids group and look for the thread rather than us mention everything. But the fact is there's loads of stuff that we can kind of stockpile ideas. And then maybe a good thing to do is to get in the habit of working to the 
is it the Pomodoro technique? Mm-hmm. You know, like the 20 minute burst. Maybe even buy a tomato timer <laughs> and let the kids be in charge of it. Ooh, that's a nice idea. So, like, 20 minutes, mummy, daddy is going to do this. You're going to do that. <laughs> when the timer's up, we're going to hang out for a little bit. Ready? Set the timer. Everybody is in the same boat. Here's what we should cling to. Like, everybody, literally in every country, wherever your clients might be, your customers might be, knows what's going on. I think on the plus side, that is be- like, that's better than a snow day. Snow day, only you might have snow. Yeah, the likely it is the people that you're working for as well are also going to have their schools closed and also going to have their kids around. We're just going to be living that meme, that BBC news guy meme with the kids in the background breaking in on his... <laughs> bro- like, that is just life now. That is not reserved for people like us. Yeah, I'd take some comfort in that. We no longer have to, like, hide the fact that we might have children at home. Like, we can shout about that as much as we want now. We're specifically talking here about preparing for school closures, right? Because I feel like we need a separate Mm. episode on, like, how to prepare our businesses for what's going on generally. More likely than not, if we have a partner, they're also going to be at home at this point. So that's something we don't normally have the luxury of when say the kids are sick and we need to work and have them at home now this is like a team effort obviously if you're a single parent virtual hugs because that's fucking hard but yeah you may well have your partner around and that brings a whole heap of politics with it and there will be teething problems with that but we'll all find a new routine and we will have two two hands on deck like this isn't just on us for once but i would say if you find that your other half is presuming that it's mm. still on you... That is a conversation you need to have early. Nip it in the bud. Totally. Their boss also needs to have understanding. Yeah, it's a really good point. If you're in a position where you can stop working and you can afford to do that and you want to be the person that takes that on, that's completely different. There are a lot of couples in the group who both are self-employed and often have to work at home together with the kids. So if that's you please comment on this episode in the group because you might have some amazing nuggets of gold about sharing the load, basically, and how you do that. I'm thinking that when we when it comes to it, one good way for us, anyway, might be that, okay, well, the morning, this person is doing it. Mm-hmm. And the afternoon, that person is doing it. Like split the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might not work. But it's one thing that I've kind of thought of. Yeah, well, my plan at the moment... So basically, I've got an 18-month-old and a nearly five-year-old the nearly five-year-old i can basically give him stuff to do and he will actually do it and he's relatively like he'll get frustrated and he's going to struggle with understanding why he can't go and do the things he wants to do but ultimately like i can give him things and he'll kind of get on with it independently now thank god Mm -hmm. um but at the other end of the spectrum i have an 18 month old and i cannot i cannot stress enough how hard i think that age is i think it's one of the most challenging ages when you have children because they're completely mobile they can get everywhere do everything shove everything in their mouth but they are just a walking accident area basically and you need to be two steps behind them the entire time they don't want to do anything for more than two seconds they want to be physically on you the majority of the time like it's such a difficult age so the only way i currently survive is by having childcare. and if i'm not going to have anybody else to look after her for long periods of time i'm essentially a bit fucked So my current plan is, and I would never normally say this to people, I would always usually say nap times are for like recharging, they're a bonus part of your your day, 
don't assume that's for work but right now that is my one guaranteed slot in the day where I can get anything done so my plan is like nap time is now straight at my desk I need to be eating either before or after that period and I need to be going straight to work and just work mm. solidly she'll sleep for around an hour and a half I guess that's when it's important to have like a definite task that you're going to work on so that you know totally what you're going to be doing you don't want to sit down and feel overwhelmed about starting mm. you need to know what that task is for that day so my plan is to use that time and then my other half is also going to be at home so he said that he'll do the like dinner bath and bed so from like 5 30 ish and i will work five to eight eight thirty then we'll eat together later in the evening whatever basically i don't want to be depending on 9 p.m to midnight every night no way i'm gonna burn out and then you know if i'm at risk of getting sick already that's not a means of like boosting my immune system i guess there's also like we need to prepare the kids for what's about to occur so we had a bit of a chat this morning that was like when mummy and daddy say they need to work you need to respect that and go and do your own thing but when mummy and daddy say let's play that's that's dedicated time for you and we will do whatever you want to do and thankfully we have children that already are very familiar with that concept this isn't like a new thing for them they have seen us working at home maybe not all the time but they will have come across that Mm. phenomenon there might be a part of your house that is like you know mummy or daddy's workspace like that is not an alien concept to them so in terms of adjusting to that all happening in one place it's going to be a lot easier for us than it is going to be for a lot of other families i'm afraid that people are going to feel again depends massively on the ages of your children and like what's going on if they're about to do their gcse's then obviously there are responsibilities to maintain a proper education at that point but these are unprecedented times don't beat yourself up about like having to create an entire home education system overnight that that's just not that's not going to happen there are amazing resources around um teaching your kids at home and now we can draw on those if we haven't looked at those before and that's amazing and there are people that have been doing that for years already fantastic but like don't beat yourself up about having every single part of the day being you know wholesome and educational because that's just not it's not gonna happen like it's just not gonna happen um and as we've said a million times like you have to be realistic otherwise you'll just you'll destroy yourself because you won't feel like you're doing a good enough job and when you're all isolate you're gonna argue you're gonna it's just no except that tv is fine some shitty brio video on youtube is fine we all need those down points in the day anyway don't fight that stuff cut yourself some slack basically it's gonna be tempting for me to work later in the evening yeah but i know i'm better off going to bed at say 10 o'clock half 10 Mm. and getting a decent night's sleep i'm much better at dealing with the kids when i've had a proper night's sleep just better at dealing with everyone and also not trying to let myself get too stressed out by the work side of things mm. like being a little bit more eh, about that cause again if i'm trying to focus on something on my laptop and then they're, they're bugging me see even the fact that i use the word bugging yeah me it's telling is wrong because mm. it means you end up getting annoyed with them mm. or whatever and you're not doing the parenting thing well you're not doing that well and that's bound to happen mm. but i just want to be aware of that so that i'm like okay do you know what i'm gonna put this down i read it somewhere i'm really sorry i've been so overwhelmed with stuff this week that i can't 
credit all these sources. But I read another thing. Yeah, that was exactly that. Was like make sure multiple times a day, even if it's just like thirty seconds, you give your child not just like attention, but I mean like eye contact. Like you are looking at them. What you are doing is entirely about them and what they want to tell you. Whatever that is, you are making a connection with them, like a real connection. And make sure you check in to do that multiple times a day, rather than like it's always you're looking at your phone, you're looking at your laptop. You're always they're always like secondary. I mean, this is rule for life anyway, but it's going to be harder to like do that. They are going to be like even this is day three for us, and my son this morning was like, oh, I want to go to blah blah's house. Like they're going to really miss seeing their friends. So I'm definitely going to start doing like. Like we talked a lot in the group about Zoom calls for our businesses, but I'm definitely going to start doing that sort of thing for him. Um, not just with like my mum and dad, family members, but I want him to be able to like chat to his friends as well. And again, it's so age dependent because if you've got teenagers, they're probably doing that on their phone all the time anyway. But he doesn't have the means to do that himself. So I'm going to set up like some Skype chats with his cousin and like maybe some friends from school, like virtual play dates. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted because we've been joined by... Um, a small person. Frankie now has a co-host on her lap. <laughs> a semi-naked co-host. <laughs> Want to say hi, Steve? Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, how's the trains today? And I was finding out in the blankets, see where the tunnels went. Well, some of them are blocked. Some of your tunnels are blocked? Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll happen to us all. It's the way our diet's <laughs> going to change living at home. Yeah, and sometimes the corners are blocked. Oh, no. Yeah. So how, how are you going to deal with that? Is that this afternoon's task, to unblock the tunnels? Yep. Why are you not going to school? Because Mummy and Daddy need to make sure I'm not sick. Are you are you missing school or are you liking being at home? I like being at home. Do you? Okay, we're going to finish our podcast now. Do you want to go back to the other room or do you want to stay with us? Stay with Okay. Can you be quiet for a minute? Yeah. Depending on like your relationship with your other half, if it's another adult in the house, I'm thinking. <laughs> Remember to make time to maybe do a FaceTime chat, Skype chat, whatever it is, with an actual adult, maybe mm. in the evening or whatever. So yeah, it's nice having a bit of banter in people's DMs or whatever. But actually to talk to a human, to an adult you know the other adult in your house might not get what it is that you're going through with your business for a start but also you've been in the house talking to each other for three weeks by this point as difficult as it might seem when you're facing like indefinite period of having school closures i think we really have to try to approach it positively because i know i'm so guilty of this like if i know something's going to be a bit shit i will approach it thinking this is going to be a bit shit and then it inevitably is so I'm trying really hard to like yeah. let go of that and like look for the good stuff. And like I, I could already see it. So like, yeah, we've been eating our dinner together as a family at six o'clock. We never, ever, ever do that. We sat down to do that last night and Rob was like, oh, wow, this is nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there were good things that will come out of it. I reckon I'm clinging to this now. In years to come, years and years to come, our kids will go back and they'll think, do you remember that time when all the schools got closed in 2020 and we had to spend weeks at home? Living the dream. Do you want to help us end our podcast that we're recording? If 
she got a question, let me know me know at doing it for the kids. Dot. Dot. Net. Net. Good job. See, you don't need me. <laughs> He's a natural. Yes, uh, let us know your questions. Also, let us know your comments uh, about this topic. How are you coping, be it in the Facebook group or on Instagram or Twitter? The train is driving upside down. Yes, it is. (laughs) Everything is turned upside down. (laughs) Who's bossier, mummy, daddy or your teacher? Um... Daddy. Daddy. Excellent news.